And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a quick hitter edition of the Warriors All 82 podcast. I'm speeding through this one, Marcus Thompson, because I don't have you for too long. Probably about yeah, got, 10, 15. I, I got class tomorrow, buddy. I got I to gotta teach, so I got to get to sleep. Well, Marcus Thompson, the Warriors lost. You know I got to do a podcast after that. I, I was trying to get out of it, All 82 listeners. I was like, don't do it. They didn't win. But Slater, you know, he wants to do podcasts after losses. So, If you're mad at anyone, you need to be mad at Steve Kerr for getting the late game technical. Clay Thompson for missing what was a good look. I agreed with him. He liked the look. I liked the look. He got late. Uh, and the Warriors uh, melting interior that, again, got bashed on the offensive glass. Um, that's three straight games, double-digit rebounds. Even they beat the Thunder, but the Thunder was killing them. Derek Favors killed them on the glass. Anyways, um, you know, and this was a, also deadline day, which I want to talk to you about, too. The Warriors did nothing. Uh, where do you want to start, the game or the deadline? Start the game, you know. It is all 82. I think you got to – I think Steve Kerr's got to get a little bit more than that technical. He waited a little bit too late to go small, and I feel like the way they're getting killed is not, like, matching up with these guys. It doesn't even matter. you better off trying to create some kind of advantage by putting in smaller guys and running. And when he did, like, the tempo changed. and it, Like he said, they've been really slow. They don't do any transition, especially without Draymond. So he probably needed to go smaller sooner. Got to give Steph a little bit. That I mean, he's got to make that layup, even though it was a tough layup, you know, through Ooh, contact. That thing trickled yeah, off. Yeah, it was cold-blooded, right? It just sat there on the rim for a minute. Uh, but I also think he got a little three-happy when no the Knicks weren't guarding anybody to the basket. Anybody. You can get to the basket at will, and they figured it out too late, uh, which which made the Clay Thompson decision interesting at the end. It was a, It ended up being a good look for Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson wide open 15 feet. I don't know how – I mean, he was open, but he was falling. Like, I mean, he wasn't ballot. If you're down two, you take that shot pretty much every time. Yeah, if you're down two, you take that shot. But if you're – if you got Evan Fournier on you, you shouldn't be taking a, a fadeaway. <laughs> if Fournier is on you, you just go by him. Like, so – but, you know, I do feel like that was a moment for Clay. Those he's gonna need to hit that shot. He's gonna need to work on what are you gonna do at the end of games. So it's a it was a good it was a good practice for a guy who hadn't been in that situation for a long time. So I don't I don't mind him getting that. Yeah, and I mean look, he's hit big shots lately. He hit he hit the pick and pop one. Uh, what was the home game here? Uh, it was he he hadn't been shooting well. Timberwolves at a Timberwolves game. Anyway, he had a pick and pop here after he'd been struggling to, to seal it. And then uh, Oklahoma City, I mean, I just wrote about it the other day. He had the uh, big loss. If you can hear the beeping in the background, I'm sorry. They're they're uprooting the court. It looks like it's going to be a new court for Saturday night. Uh, let's get to the big issue because that is kind of uh, what's been the problem lately. I mean, they, you know, Hassan Whiteside killed him in Utah. Uh, tonight, obviously, Mitchell Julius Randle. Mitchell was a grown man out there. Yeah. Eight offensive rebounds from Mitchell Robinson tonight. Um, and, you know, I think we need to take a wider scope view of the big man problem and really go one by one. I mean, look, 
James Wiseman, you know, that's blinking problem number one for the season. Uh, he is as close. He's gained as much momentum as, as we've seen as far as uh, near his return. I'm still skeptical he will have an impact at the, the highest level and the biggest moments this season. We probably will see him at some point uh, in the next month or so, let's say. Uh, You're asking a lot, though, for him is. to come into a playoff team with 41 wins and come give you 10 clutch minutes we haven't played in almost a year like 100 percent agree it is you know clay thompson's shouting him out tonight post game unprompted saying you know wait till he comes back but again I, I agree with you i because of how slow the rehab has gone this season i and you know his lack of experience throw him off the table but without james wiseman at all this season they were the number one rebounding team for a long time they're still sitting in the top five um draymond green will return if he does you know that's at least the expectation until i hear differently you know we're probably talking march probably early march it it seems to be the trend um and he helps a ton on the glasses we know no auto porter tonight auto porter has been a good rebounder for them this year he has um andre guadala wasn't there tonight obviously and then kovan looney looks tired to me he has his goal of playing 82 games he got in oklahoma city he set like a really tough screen at half court got a thigh contusion was questionable for the utah game looked really slow in the utah game didn't play well uh and then tonight i didn't think you know he only played 19 minutes didn't think he was very good bielitz has had back spasms lately he is the stretch five stretch big whatever you want to call him that they signed this summer i know they went after guys like isaiah hartenstein this summer like bigger bodies they decide on bielitza he isn't the rugged five but that's that's what they prioritize to think he's gonna be good But that's what they prioritize, right? Skill, passing, high IQ, and, and, and it was for offensive purposes, not defensive protect-the-paint type purposes. He was bad tonight. And, and, you know, he's coming off back spasms. He's probably a little bit, you know, out of shape. It doesn't take long for NBA players to get out of conditioning. But, you know, there was Olays out there. There was Alec Burks going through him like butter on, on, on drives. Uh, and, and, you know, at – if you do want to talk about the potential of a buyout candidate, and I can get to why that's unlikely, to me he's probably the I mean, spot. He's the clear that, one at this point, right? I mean, he's the clear. I mean, and it almost feels like I don't know that Steve is doing this, but it feels like Steve is giving him every opportunity. So if March comes, he can't say it was you know he didn't get that opportunity. Like, there's no way he should have played as much as he did tonight, but. Steve is like, man, get out. We like we like you. We want you to succeed. Please go succeed. Like, do well. If he's not giving you anything on offense, he's just unplayable. Like, and he wasn't making shots. And he's weird. Like, he's turning the ball over, like doing the pump faking and drive thing again, like instead of shooting a three. So he just had a he had a rough night. It was his first game back. I don't want to like kill him, but I just don't think he's a very good player. I, I I'm writing this. I, it's it's a risky play that they didn't do anything. It's a risky play. I get it. I understand why they aren't. Steve kind of doubled down like, hey, this is who we are, right? You know, be who you are. And the best version of them is small. So, I mean, the counter would be who are you getting? But, man, it's Draymond is out. Wiseman, you don't know what's up. And the rest is and, and Looney. Like, that's, that's it. And remember, we used to do videos about the retention of centers, right? Steve used to have five or six of them jokers, and now he's down to, I mean, JTA is a center. Like, Kaminga, he has to play him a center. Like, and he clearly doesn't want to, but he's doing it anyway. So it's a risky play, but in the end, if Draymond isn't on the court, 
this is probably a wrap anyways. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Yeah, I mean, look, names out there, potentially Robin Lopez in Orlando. Now that he's post-deadline and didn't get moved, as you know, we're talking buyouts. Tristan Thompson got sent to, to Indianapolis. I've mentioned the Marcus Ole thing. Sure, you know, um, but that has to now that they moved past the deadline and did not trade anybody off the roster to clear the spot, which would save tax money. Um, this now and, and I've been told that, that that a buyout candidate has not been ruled out. Now, what happened today, not selling anybody off the roster um, made it which less means likely, made it a spot. Right? Yes. And create getting that salary off the books. Exactly. Uh, what from my understanding now it would have to be presented to Joe Lake of like, look, this is such a clear upgrade that it's worth the whatever, five million, six, whatever the repeater tax thing yeah. would be that, you, you know, you got to pay this amount of extra money plus, uh, you know, you are losing. Let's, you know, if it is a Bielitsa or, you know, whoever, JTAD, Lee, pro- but you're that too. Yeah, you're losing like that's I don't I mean, well, maybe that opportunity presents itself. We'll see. But uh, it's. What do you think, Kaminga? You know, he, he they they started him at the four. Clearly, it was a Julius Randle reasoning. Um, Kaminga has shown power. He's been good against Sabonis and even Randle in New York this season, and other guys, DeRozan. But I thought Randle got the best of him. So, I mean, Kaminga played a fine game, but I can show you about five clips where that Julius Randle grown man power. Yeah, that's a different power. That's a that's a. Di- I remember Julius Randle used to give Draymond problems when he was a young player. So now you put a dude, you know, who's been in New York, who's been in the league for a while and seen some things. Like, that's a different level of strength. And you can see Kaminga was bouncing off of that. Like, he was taking a couple steps back when that when that shoulder got into him. Again, to me, it was a good experience for him. Like, he got he got worked by uh, by Randall. I I actually like the way he played. I do, I do think he needs he just needs to focus on rebounding more. He needs to, like, oh, I'm going to go get the ball. Especially offensive. One of the things that stood out about that Steph Curry rebound, the ball sitting on the rim. Nobody, nobody even goes for the offensive rebound. Like that's where Kaminga to me needs to be. Like I'm trying to dunk all of these, right? Like <laughs> I'm going to go just dunk these. If Sean Marion, Sean Marion, maybe the Matrix. That's 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 his comp for this year and probably next year. It should be Sean Marion. Follow that guy. Play like he plays, but. If he just starts thinking rebound, rebound, rebound more, there's no reason he can't rebound. There's none. Like, he's mostly the best athlete on the court when he's out there. He should be able to rebound. And I get that a lot of times he's defending on the perimeter, but offensive boards just slash to the rim. You're either going to get the pass or you're going to get the offensive rebound. He should be doing more of that. I think he ended up with five. But there was a while he had none or, like, one or two. I think he had a few down the stretch. That's what I – otherwise, I think he played pretty well tonight, though. Yeah, he did, and he closed. He got, I think, he made 36 minutes. 
Big free throws from Kaminga down the stretch. Five out of six from the line, two clutch free throws. More clutch than a couple of those Knicks. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the rebounds, and we talked about Randall. There's a huge play in the last, I think it was about 250 left or so, and it's Fournier shooting a wing three, and Kaminga is standing there in the paint. And while Randall has, you know, a strength advantage, Randall also just has tricks that Kaminga doesn't have at this point. And Kaminga's standing there a little flat-footed in the paint, and Randall just comes, like, around him baseline and just hip-checks him really hard, and it just, you know, throttles Kaminga, you know, back a few feet. Randall gets the offensive rebound, kicks it out. They miss another three. Mitchell Robinson gets a towering rebound, kicks it out, and Quentin Grimes hits a three. And, you know, in, in the last five minutes of, of basically a tie game or, you know, cl- a clutch game, that's how you lose games. Um, so there was a lot of that. In general, you you can sense the lack of panic. Uh, they are 41 and 15. This is what the hot start did. That the West is so separated into these tiers that, by the way, Phoenix killed the Bucks again at home. Yeah. Uh, so Phoenix they're is looking like a machine. They're four and a half back of Phoenix, and that's the furthest they've been back of Phoenix all year. Uh, one seed's looking; it's fading. Uh, but behind them, you know, nobody's skying to to take over and like you Memphis, know. They mess around. Memphis will catch them. I think they're three up on Memphis still. Maybe. I mean, and that would that would mean a two-three matchup is in Memphis, in Memphis instead yeah. of in San Francisco, which is important. But I just mean you sense a lack of panic because you do sense that they just believe the bodies that they need to correct these issues will return. Yeah, there's nothing they can do about it, right? They need Draymond back. Uh, they're banking on Wiseman. If, that, if that's in the equation, they, you kind of got to wait for that. I don't know. They just need Draymond back. That's what they need. Yeah. It's very clear they need Draymond back for offense and for defense. Uh, and none of it matters until that happens anyway. Um, you don't want to lose a bunch of ground. But, you know, they did just win nine in a row, so they're nine out of their last 11. I, I just think they'll live with that, right? It, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't sit well for the one seed, like you said, but – one seed was always kind of a. If Phoenix is going to win sixty-eight yeah, games, you can do it anyway, right? Like they're just not going to lose, so there's nothing you can do about it. And I think they look and they see that, like Phoenix is just they're going to do their thing. They're winning everything, so probably aren't. Gonna, and the Warriors have been in that that position before, right? They've been the team that won everything, and it's like, all right, what are we doing here? Or so, the year Houston won sixty-seven, they went and they won. The year, yeah. They won game one in Houston, and ended that immediately, right? Yeah, so. I, I think they're fine. They think they're fine. As long as they get Draymond back, they should they should be they should be all right. Anything else before I send you out of here? I told you to be a quick one. Uh, uh, excellent trolling happening today on trade deadline day. I, I love that. I love that part of it. Uh, who who won the trolling? The uh, the player commentary. Um, I thought B- Patrick Beverly, but it didn't have anything to do with the deadline. Oh, I forgot about Pat Ben. That wasn't deadline. I was just a, a return fire years later. At, <laughs> years later. <laughs> years later. At Waiting for yeah, it. Wait for that moment. Uh, yeah. Uh, Embiid's uh, picture was Embiid's picture probably. was great. Uh, KD's moment on the uh, on the roster selection was pretty funny. Like today was pretty entertaining. How, how does it feel to not? You know, we we knew the Warriors weren't going to do anything. How does it feel to not be in the action, Slater? Are you, are you okay with not being in the direct action? No, I was sitting there in Utah last night watching this blowout that I didn't care about where I was like, why am I not in 
Golden One Center watching Domas the Bonus <laughs> dominate in the King's debut, writing about the pick and roll combo with him and Fox. It looked good in day one. Definitely did look good. Right? He he looks he looks pretty good in that in that King's black too. I, I kind of like that move. That was the NorCal action I needed to be at last yeah. night, but I was in Utah. Still not giving up Halliburton, but we'll see how it works. I don't know. Did the did the did the West get bet tougher? No, not really. Uh, you know, okay, Tory Craig might help Phoenix's rotation a little bit. Um, you know, Dallas got off Porzingis, which I generally think was a good move, but you know, I don't think they leaped into contending status by getting Dinwiddie and Davis Raton. So, no, I think the landscape is pretty much the exact same as it was pre-deadline in the West. Now, I think Brooklyn, if the pieces come together and KD's healthy and if Kyrie can play, they're like, that's potentially a really dangerous team. And then, you know, Philly basically, because Simmons wasn't playing for them, they basically swapped Seth Curry for James Harden and should be a motivated James Harden. So to me, those two teams suddenly got way more potentially dangerous and that that could have a huge impact on the Warriors if they get to the finals. But I don't think the Warriors' path to the finals got any tougher today. Yeah, that's a that's a June problem, right? <laughs> the June just got tougher, but first they got to get there. I agree. I don't. I don't. I don't think anything scared them, right? Uh, Phoenix was scary enough alone. They didn't. I don't think Tory Craig made it heightened, but Dallas. I don't know. I feel like. I mean. Maybe because Luca just really wanted Porzingis gone. Do you see what Luca did today? Free. You see how free he was. He goes to drop fifty. Like he's like, thank, thank you. I'm out of here. Uh, he's difficult in a playoff series, as he's shown. It was the Clippers too, right? Was it against the Clippers? Yeah, it was. Yeah, he lo- he loves beating the Clippers. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Marcus, appreciate you coming on, and we will talk to you post Saturday. It's a Saturday night struggling special between two brand franchises abc saturday night the warriors losers of two straight the lakers in a tailspin as an entire organization actually should be a pretty fun game before the super bowl struggle bars baby saturday night struggle bars all right talk to you then As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.